Hello, and welcome back to the Eccles Business Buzz Podcast. I'm your host, Francis Johnson. Thanks for joining me. We're talking this season about impact, and today we're exploring some new and exciting opportunities student athletes in particular have to make a positive impact for themselves, their families, and for others in their communities. Here with me today is Gavin Van Wagner, Assistant Athletics Director for Name, Image, and Likeness, also known as NIL, and also Assistant Director for Major Gifts for Utah Athletics. His responsibilities include helping equip student athletes with a comprehensive toolbox to make the most of their name, image, and likeness ideas, which is what we'll be chatting about today. Before joining Utah Athletics, Gavin worked in the financial services industry, and before that, he cut his teeth as an entrepreneur, creating his first marketing company during his final year of college. Gavin has been awarded six patents for his inventions, and he also holds an MBA from our very own David Eccles School of Business. Gavin, welcome to the Eccles Business Buzz podcast. Thank you so much for having me, Francis. I'm excited to be here. We are excited to have you. And I'm hoping, Gavin, that you can start us off by sort of setting the stage for name, image, and likeness, or NIL, for people who might not be familiar with the term, non-athletic people such as myself. When we talk about NIL, what are we talking about? We're talking about the ability of student athletes to profit from their brands, from themselves. Prior to July 1st, 2021, student athletes were not able to make money from their jersey sales, from trading cards, from anything like that. And that all changed 21 months ago, where they now have the ability to sell merchandise to be part of a business, to make money, to go sign autographs and sell those autographs for compensation, to do appearances, to be involved in photo shoots, to starting their own businesses. Similarly to other students that could do this outside of athletics, they can now participate in this, which is phenomenal. And they've done a great job and an amazing job these first 21 months. So under the old rules, the old NIL rules, student athletes couldn't benefit financially from their brand, their merchandise, anything that had their name, image, or likeness attached to it. What was the impact on them? Why was it unfair? Or what were the negative implications for these student athletes that they didn't control their own brands? Yeah, that's that's a great question. And in that regard, other students could make money. So we've got this great Lasan Entrepreneur Institute. Students who are actively enrolled in a major in a program can go out, start a business and start making money from that. Or a music student could put out an album and it can go sell and they can make money from that. Prior to July 1st of 2021, student athletes couldn't go out and sell their shirts and, and sell merchandise and that sort of thing. And so it totally, it sort of leveled that playing field. They're all students. They're student athletes, but they're all students. So they should all have the opportunity to equalize that and go out and make money from those opportunities that they have. And so that's been a great shift. And we couldn't be more excited about it for student athletes to participate. They're the brand. They're what's exciting. People want to get to know these student athletes and these players, and they want to buy their jerseys or have them sign autographs, and they're willing to pay for them. And people are willing to pay 
for cameo video clips of someone singing happy birthday to them because that's their favorite player. That's their favorite student athlete. And that's what's really exciting about it. And it seems like it's a benefit to athletics as well. If your student athletes are succeeding, not just academically, but business-wise, making an impact on the community, that only comes back in a positive way for you. Absolutely. We love it. Some people might say, well, the money that would have gone to the department is now going to student athletes. We love it. They're creating their own opportunities to make that money. So a deal happens and that money is going directly to the student athlete. And we've found that to just be additive in the process because it changes the dynamic all of a sudden. And again, you know, years ago, you couldn't have lunch with a student athlete. You had to go through sort of a compliance process and figure that out. Now you can have NIL deals where they come in and speak at a board meeting, or you can structure deals where you get to know these student athletes on a much more personal or business level. It gives you this new fan experience that never existed before this, which has been awesome. So walk us through, Gavin, the sort of technicalities of the shift. Did it go from nothing to anything? What are the opportunities that are available now to student athletes? Yep. So on July 1st, 2021, 21 months ago, the NCAA came out with an interim NIL policy and basically stated there are a few rules. You can't use NIL for inducement. So you can't say to a prospective student athlete or a current student athlete, if you come to the school, we'll give you X amount of dollars. So it can't be used as an inducement and there can't be any pay for play. You know, if you score a certain number of points or every time you do this, you're going to get X amount of dollars. So there's some rules around that and rules around there has to be a quid pro quo in exchange for whatever the deal is. So it's a very popular subject right now. But really, just like with any other business, there's some rules around it. And if you stay within those rules, there's so much opportunity within there that they can go explore. And, and in that regard, I'll just add, obviously, we are, as a department, we, we care so much about these student athletes. We're very protective of them, but they also get to go out and figure out these business opportunities. In that regard, we've helped put some guardrails around some of the opportunities that they have. So our compliance team led by Jason Greco, we have a platform. So every new deal that a student athlete engages in, they disclose. And that goes to our compliance team. And they look at that not to say, oh, you should ask for more money or, uh, you know, that's up to the student athlete. They get to work through those deals, but they're looking at it in terms of making sure that they're not signing away their future earning rights. And again, in a protective way to cover them and do that. So it's been awesome from a department. We're all about helping them maximize their opportunities. And I think that's been a really helpful structure where our team can provide that type of guidance. Yeah, I was going to ask if there are any pitfalls. I mean, we're talking this season about impact, which can be positive, which it sounds like this largely is, but impact can also be negative. And there are often sort of unintended consequences or things that happen that people weren't anticipating as you are putting these guardrails in place, are there any potential negative impacts to these changes that you're trying to work through or help students avoid? The negative impacts is, is just kind of the method of NIL being used as a tool to kind of this inducement piece. So, you know, seeing that there's so many great positives from it, these student athletes being able to, to monetize their brand, but where it turns into 
them kind of using this as, or schools or boosters or, or other people using this as a tool to detract, you know, we want you to come over here and this is what you're going to get. And if those deals aren't really there for those student athletes, obviously not at Utah, but if something like that's happening in the space, I think that's the only downside of it, where it becomes used as a tool to get a student athlete to come somewhere and whether or not that deal is really going to be fulfilled. That's the downside of it, where a student athlete might lose focus of, I chose a school because of these reasons, and now I'm getting sidetracked because of something else. And and again, if that's an, a better opportunity for them, the student athlete gets to decide that. And that's what's great about business. Sometimes you have to decide, you know, I might be a better fit or this might be a better opportunity for me here. But that's probably the only real negative that we've seen is just some players in that space that may talk a big game and, and maybe don't fulfill the opportunities that they're being promised. And that's that's where it becomes harmful to student athletes that that may change their direction and where they are at school and because they think they're going to have a different opportunity somewhere else. And that's why it's important for us from a department that, you know, they're engaging in in real deals that are, you know, and working with companies and brands and people that are going to fulfill their part of the deal. The last thing we'd want is a student athlete to say, I'm going to go appear in a photo shoot or go do a five-hour autograph signing and then not get paid from that vendor that's trying to do that. So we try to steer them in in that direction. But there are stories of that happening out in the space and whether they're true or not, that, that to me would probably be the biggest downside is just if student athletes aren't able to really get the deals that that they're promised in that regard. Yeah, it sounds almost like there could be the potential for in a recruitment process, for example, a university to say, hey, if you come here to manipulate the situation, yep. to overrepresent the opportunities, in yep. other words. Correct. And that's that goes to the NCAA's guidance on on inducements. Yeah. You can't say if you're going to come, you know, you come here, you're going to get X amount of dollars. What's exciting is we know, you know, if NIL is super important to a student athlete, there are opportunities. It's clear you look at the social media channels of some of these student athletes, there's a lot of activity happening. There have been a lot of deals. So there's clearly a great market here if NIL is really important to you. And and one of the things that is important to remember is a student athlete picks a school because of multiple factors, whether that's the program wins, they love the coaches, and obviously we have great coaches. The facilities you know, are really great and we love this. And then the education, which is a, you're a student athlete, you're here to get an education and Utah provides a great education. So those kind of four factors probably prior to NIL being a thing where they weighed those, right? All right. Is wins more important? Is, am I going to, is this coach going to help me get to the next level? I really love that facility. That's going to be awesome to hang out and, and the education is going to propel me into my future earnings and life. And now you've got this NIL component, which is kind of a fifth factor. And the student athlete has to weigh the importance of that, right? And if it's all NIL and the other stuff doesn't matter, they've got to decide how they're going to fit in. And does that fit in with the, the team? And so our goal from our department or, or you know, what we're trying to do is make sure that if that's an important thing to them, that there are opportunities for them to pursue while considering those other factors that make them a student athlete. They're busy. They're at practice, they're in class, they're trying to make the team, you know, they're trying to earn their starting position. So this, it's an awesome opportunity. We want to help them, but they've got a lot of other things going on. 
but it's just one more thing that if it's important to them, we try to help them maximize their opportunities, which has been awesome. Yeah, it sounds like it's just another input in how you prioritize your time, how you yep. prioritize your choices. Now this is something else that you can take yeah. into consideration. I mentioned our compliance components. That's run through a uh, platform called Influencer, which has been phenomenal. And so within that, Influencer, we can help direct businesses to come connect with student athletes. And so they register on this platform, which is awesome. And everyone should go register, utahutes.com forward slash NIL. You can find our page there and register on that. Through that, you can click in, you see a full roster of student athletes that have opted in. Again, we're going to, everyone gets to opt in and decide if they want to participate in this. They go in there and you can click, drill down and say, I want to do a team deal with the volleyball team. I want to do something with gymnastics. I want to do men's basketball, football, whatever. And within that, they can go in and, and click and figure out these deals directly with the student athletes. Other partners can come in and say, we're offering this deal for every single student athlete. And so back to the level of importance and, and whether or not student athletes want to engage, there are deals in this exchange platform that we have that every single student athlete can go participate in right now if they want to. And it's interesting to see some, again, they're focused on, on earning their spot and maybe they'll be more interested in NIL in two years, or maybe it just doesn't, you know, they're focused on their degree or, or whatever, but there's some great opportunities already in there that student athletes can participate in. So a couple of interesting ones is a real estate group, Spencer and Salmon, which is a Utah based real estate group has come in and said, we'll do an NIL deal with any student athlete that wants to participate. And again, it all has a quid pro quo. So if they, the student athlete chooses this deal, they've got to do their part, which is promote you know, the business or whatever their rules are for that. But through that, they are offering every single student athlete the opportunity to become a licensed real estate agent. So they'll pay for their school, they'll give them the training, they'll help them get licensed. And then from that, they'll actually help them cover the costs of getting everything through that. And then any leads generated, any home sales generated through that, they're going to get a referral fee or however they structure that from that. So that's a pretty awesome deal for every single student athlete that's in there. They can go participate in that if that's interesting to them. There's another great deal in there for every student athlete. There's a golf course that's run by a great supporter of ours, of the university, and he's offered a deal for every single student athlete to come utilize their golf course. And it's this private course. It's an awesome course. And they can go out there and play golf. And as a student athlete, a couple hours out on the golf course with a couple of your teammates or friends is an awesome opportunity. And in return for that, the golf course asks that you post a couple social media posts. Hey, check out this golf course. That's an awesome deal. They get access to these student athletes like they've never had before. And they're remarkable student athletes. They're remarkable people with an amazing story to get to the D1 level of athletics. You've got an amazing story to get to this level of competition. And they're great to be around, right? And so that's what's made it, I think, a lot of fun in addition to, you know, a business deal. I love these examples you shared, Gavin, because I think maybe some naysayers of student athletes being able to sort of cash in on their brand would say, you know, we're just giving them an opportunity to be greedy. Are we exploiting them? But these are really great examples, I think, of how this 
new rule around NIL can actually enhance like life propelling opportunities, I maybe wouldn't have the chance or even the idea to become a certified real estate agent. But now I have another, what's that phrase? Arrow in my quiver, string in my bow. I have another thing in my toolbox that will benefit me far beyond my my career as a student athlete. 100%. When we talk about impact, it really has come out in a lot of this season that it's really people who make an impact and connections and networks that make an impact. We have businesses that can have a type of business practice that makes a positive, let's say, environmental impact. We have representation that makes really important impacts in the space of inclusion and equity. And all of those things are so important. But every single person has said the lasting impact, the biggest impact is people. How do I connect with them? How do I learn from them? How do I teach them? And I just love looking at NIL through this perspective of not, it's an opportunity to just go make a bunch of money off your brand, but it's an opportunity to create a lasting impact in your life through your connections and what you're learning from these people that you now have the opportunity to be with. Absolutely. And I think it's impactful before you're you're here on campus, you're taught by great professors, a great institution, great departments. You're learning things that are going to have an impact on your life no matter what through school. And I think this just adds to it, right? And you're making those connections and you're finding friends and people that you may want to do business with down the road or learning, hey, here's a mentor of mine that's in this field and I think I want to do that as well. And so that impact, I feel like, has always been really strong at Utah just through the academic portion of this. And then you couple that with just learning new skills in general. And of course, you know, I love entrepreneurship. I love business. I love the scrappy ways that you can figure out, can we get this launch? Can we do that? And I think this just adds to it. They get to hear about building a social media brand. And, and I'm no social media expert, but clearly that's important. That moves the needle. You can get paid from that. You can figure out how to build a bigger brand through that. And these student athletes are much more in tune with that. And how do you leverage that? And how do you get new speaking deals from that? And how do you get product endorsements? And how do you do all of that? And that exposure, when we can help them connect with other brands or companies and open up that little component of, hey, this might lead to something that creates a business opportunity for me or helps make a connection or the trade component of it. For those that are interested in that, it can really propel their path down a path of opportunity. And impact for the fans too, like you're saying, the fan experience. I didn't go to the U and I probably shouldn't say this, but I don't really watch football. Um, That's okay. So we can still be friends. (laughs) Thank you. (laughs) Don't watch out. Just this one. We're going to make sure you're there this fall. (laughs) I would love to come. That would be really fun. But we have several business students on lots of teams here at the U, including on the football team, including Clark Phillips III. Yep. And I saw that he got some big recognition this season and I manage our social media accounts and I put something up about him and 
we tagged him and it exploded. Yeah. The most likes we've ever had. Yep. And his dad was reposting it. Yep. He was reposting it. I mean, just to your point that it's not just making an impact for students and their opportunities, but engendering even more loyalty and interaction and engagement in our whole community. For sure. Yeah, you, you nailed it. And the example you get, I mean, Clark Phillips is just an amazing young man, just a great, great person and an amazingly talented football player and, and going to do well and gets it. He's, a, he's an amazing kid that understands and he's so focused. Anyway, he, he's just remarkable to be around. And I think he loved being at, at Utah and, and engaging and, and Utah loved him. They'll talk about him forever. And so that kind of engagement in the community, again, we had that before NIL, but now you have more access where, as your example, Clark Phillips can go do multiple business deals with local businesses, show up on their Instagram accounts, show up on their social media accounts, go spend time with some of these CEOs of these businesses. And that's an, a remarkable and impactful opportunity for the businesses to have such a stellar young man such as Clark Phillips. And then also great for Clark Phillips, who's making these connections with these businesses. Again, I think he's focused on football, which he should be right now. But the college experience is just a part of life. Football is just going pro or whatever. That's just the next phase of life. Well, let's talk about the toolbox a little bit, Gavin. We've sort of touched on it. So there's the influencer platform where the companies can come in and say, I have this specific deal or I'm just open to making a deal with any athlete here at the U. And then we have this Elevate U yep. platform that is more of a toolbox for the student athletes themselves to really maximize their yep. opportunities and get it done in a right way to their benefit. Yep. So talk about the tools on that site and what sure. you are really trying yeah. to equip them yep. to be able to do. Yep. So let me back up maybe just and go through this timeline of NIL. So we're back 21 months ago. Prior to that, our athletics director, Mark Harlan, you know, was aware of, of what was going on. And closely with Charmel Green, our chief operating officer, started putting things in motion. So we know this is coming. Let's plan on this. Let's figure out how they can hit the ground running on that first day that it's available. And so within that, they started putting you know, a team together, including Jeff Rudy, who's associate athletic director over football, who's been pivotal. I work closely with him on a lot of this. From there, we just kept adding on. A couple months later, we did a partnership with Brandar, the Brandar Group, which is a group licensing agency that helps go find bigger deals. So we offered to every student athlete, you can opt into this group licensing deal that will pair you up with co-branded, co-licensed opportunities so they can start to use the logo on shirts. So other companies out there, you're opting in for them to go create merchandise on your behalf. That's been a cool tool and they're, they're still ramping up, but that covers jerseys. So you weren't at the football games this fall, as you mentioned, but let me tell you that there were multiple people wearing Utah branded. So the power of the brand, which is very strong jerseys with different players on the back at football, which was awesome. Shortly after that, this influencer component. So the student athletes use influencer for a, a number of different things. They can manage all their photos for their own personal brand. So everything that all of our sports information directors capture at practice, at games, 
is uploaded and categorized. So if you're a student athlete, you go in and you see every picture that was taken of you from our staff. So they can use through that influencer app, they can use those pictures for brand building. So they can put them on Twitter, on Instagram, on TikTok, and you know, begin to create a following. So that influencer component was awesome. Then we've done more education. We've brought in people to talk about taxes, additional tools on investing and, and that sort of thing. So that's been awesome. Then you bring in these groups that you know are doing specific deals and they get opportunities to do that. So we're continually looking for ways to continue to, to bolster the program, add deals into it, add more connections, that the student athletes just have a great buffet of options to go pursue. And then they're pursuing all of their own deals on their on their own time anyway, which is great. So I think it's been phenomenal. It seems like education is really an important component of making sure this is a positive impact for students. You mentioned earlier, like how to read a contract and understanding, am I giving away future rights or future earning potential? So that must be a big part of these tools that you're giving them as well. Yes. And and that that goes to sort of the compliance training that that happens anyway outside of NIL, but Again, very protective on coaching and guidance on what it's like to be a student athlete. And then just everything within that, within those contracts and what to look for, what to understand. Some student athletes have agents that they hire that handle a lot of that. And that's that's a great opportunity too, that you hire someone that's an expert in that field that you're looking at and, and something early on that you figure out, all right, I may not know a ton about this, but I'm going to, I'm going to work with someone that really knows that can help me maximize it. And so that's been great to see that interaction as well. We've talked a lot, Gavin, about the impact on the department, how excited you guys are about these great opportunities that are coming to student athletes. We've talked a little bit about the impact on the students themselves, not just while they're here at the university, but how this also sets them up with skills and networks and connections to really continue on a positive, successful trajectory, whatever comes for them after college and after sports. I also want to talk during our time together, Gavin, today about the impact that these new rules allow student athletes to have on their families and on the community. So you and I chatting a little bit earlier talked about a Utah gymnast, Jaden Rucker, who had some NIL earnings that she used to fly the mother of Aaron Lowe, who was a Utah football player who was fatally shot in 2021. Jaden paid for his mom to come to a gymnastics meet. We have a great championship gymnastics team here. That was a big story, a really emotional story. Talk about that side of this. How are our athletes here, our student athletes here at the University of Utah, like Jaden, really using this opportunity to not just make an impact for them and their futures, but for the people in their communities? Yeah, great point. And a remarkable story about Jaden. She's amazing. And that was so awesome to hear that story. NIL has provided, you know, all of a sudden you've got some financial opportunity that you may not have had in previous years. It just shows the character of some of these remarkable student athletes on how they want to spend that increase, that money that they've earned 
for good. And so many have, and I'm sure there's so many other stories of how they're helping other people, whether that's their personal families, community. And that's what's awesome about it is that you might wait till 10 years after graduation, you've made a little money and then you're going to give back and do a little, you know, whatever for them to be able to do that right now, because of the opportunities they've created for themselves, the brand that Jaden's created where people want to work with her, she's created that for her. So whatever money she's created from that, she gets to decide how she wants to spend that. And, and that's been awesome to see that. And I think you make such a great point that this is something that a lot of people would do at some point, probably, but now I get to do it sooner. I get to learn that impact sooner. And now I have this commitment, this habit so much earlier in my life of giving back and really understanding what that means. That gets to my favorite thing about this, right? Is you get access to people, deals, opportunities, transactions philanthropic giving back early on that, again, to your point, you might realize, I really like helping other people. I really like creating value and money that I can do these types of things for other people or to have access to that while you're still in college, still at school, again, I think is, is what's so awesome about NIL. I also think one other thing that we've talked a lot about this season is impact is not an isolated event. It's a pebble in a pool of water that ripples out. My impact creates another impact, creates another impact, creates another impact. And when we're talking about these stories of the ways that student athletes are giving back because of the opportunities that they have through NIL, they're not just making a positive impact for them and that next person, but now that person is empowered to make an impact that maybe they wouldn't be able to either. There was, it wasn't here at the U, but I was reading about a student athlete who through NIL was able to send a sibling to college or something like yeah, that. I don't right, know if it was right. all of the tuition, but yeah. right, that's now a sibling who maybe wouldn't have had the opportunity to go to college before, who now does, who now is going to make their own impact that makes their own impact. So we're yeah. also not just talking about improving the lives and the opportunities of student athletes, but improving their ability to do things that improve everyone else's ability to totally. do something else. Totally. And I think that ripple effect is is accurate in terms of you just never know how it will impact them and who it will inspire. I think these student athletes look up to their peers and NIL and business in general is, you know, there's probably some copycat strategies in that like, oh, she did this and I want to use my brand to go create this. And as inspiration, right? In a good way, they're probably going to do great things no matter what, in my opinion. But this just gives them that early advantage in, all right, I can make some money and go do these types of things or make some brand connections and, and figure out what they may want to do faster. Well, Gavin, we've talked a lot about student athletes, the impact they're having for themselves, for their communities. I always like to end every episode asking my guests about a person who's impacted them. So who is a person who's had a big impact on you? Oh, goodness. I've had some remarkable coaches throughout life. I played baseball growing up and had some remarkable coaches. And, you know, my dad, my, a couple of the coaches that I've had that helped me kind of understand 
how it works and what's going on. And, and so I think of them, of course, first. And then just some great, this is a tough one because I have some great friends. I have, I've been blessed to be around a lot of great people that, that have inspired me and taught me to go out there and, and try to pursue and, and do what I want to do. So too many to count. <laughs> well, it goes back to what we said before, right? It's all about the people. One person, a group of people, the biggest impact is always yeah. the people. Yeah, yeah. Well, Gavin, we're glad you're here. And I'm especially glad that you were here with me today. Thank yeah. you so much for Thank joining me. Thank you so me. much for having me. I appreciate the opportunity to be here. And thank you for tuning in to this episode of the Eccles Business Buzz podcast. We'll be back in two weeks with another discussion about how our Eccles community is making an impact here on campus and around the world. Subscribe to Eccles Business Buzz wherever you listen to podcasts so you don't miss it. And be sure to leave us a rating and a review too. You can also follow us on Instagram at Eccles Alumni for all the latest news from your Eccles Alumni Network. Eccles Business Buzz is a production of the David Eccles School of Business and is produced by University FM. Until next time.